Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, you are watching the Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Today, we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 13, Morningstar. We are so excited to talk about the finale with you guys, and we have a very special guest Skyping in, so we'll talk to you soon. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin welcome back after buzzers we are so excited to be here talking about season one episode 13 morning star i'm here sam davidson you can find me on twitter at samd43 on instagram as well two awesome co-hosts here with me guys introduce yourselves let us know where we can find you on twitter hello guys my name is dakota t jones you can find me on instagram twitter and youtube at mr dakota t jones you can find me on twitter and instagram at becca b talks tv i'm becca brown and guys, as many of you know, we have a very special guest with us over Skype for just about 15 minutes, Alberto Rosende. Hello. We are so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I feel like we're traveling through space and time to get you, but you're here. Yeah. And yes. we got this. Great. <laughs> That sound. I have to say, like, we, we made it work through space and time. Oh, That's right. yeah. <laughs> we really did. Alberto, for those that don't know, where can everyone find you on social media? Um, on Instagram, my name, my handle is Alberto Rosende, so my name just put together. And then on Twitter, my name is uh, A Rosende. Awesome. Awesome. So we're just going to talk things all Simon for about 15 yes. minutes. Simon is by far one of my favorite vampires on TV right now, which says a lot. Well, yeah. he's one of my favorite characters in the show. Yeah, for sure. I think. Yeah. How does it feel to play this character that has had, you literally have seen them transition into a man and also into a vampire? Yeah. Um, no, it's been been amazing. I mean, reading the books, you, you find out that Simon has a lot going on for the whole, you know, the whole six books. He, he's never stopping. Um, I don't know. It's been it's been a blessing to have a character that starts from this like amazing place, this great person. I mean, Simon's a great guy, and then to have him go through so much and continue to try to be that same person is a. Uh, it was quite an experience, and it was. Uh, I'm so glad I got to do it. I'm really happy we get to do it again, in season two. Yes, oh. yes, we for, cannot and wait for 20 episodes. Yeah, I yeah, know we found out yesterday, which is that's wild. pretty awesome. Yeah, congrats. On, on that, that note, uh, Alberto, do you by chance know when it's going to be coming back? Because we've heard some mixed uh, things, whether it's 2016, 2017. I honestly have no idea. I mean, they're they're doing a really good job at keeping us actors like in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but. No, we haven't. We haven't heard anything. I mean, we were the first time we found out we had twenty episodes is when everyone else found out at Upfronts yesterday. Wow! And oh my gosh! It is so amazing. Just in general, that's a huge accomplishment. I feel for a show that just started that had thirteen. Not only did you get renewed, but you got put to twenty. Yeah, I mean, as Carrie Burke says, she uh, they um they doubled down on us. They wanted to see more. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really exciting. That yeah, is exciting. as do we, and I'm just excited to yeah, see more salmon. Yes. I know the fans are excited. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so one of my questions, me personally, is what is your favorite one-liner that Simon has said? Because Ooh. he has been the comic relief, has had so many amazing ones. 
uh, one of my favorite lines is when um, uh, afraid I was born afraid, which sounded way better in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, it's Those so moments. it's so great because I literally relate to your character just so much. Um, I just I just love how you know a lot of people you know portray like the the quirky kids as the ones who don't get the girls and everything and your character is just the one who you know I mean he's a ladies man so the show, yeah uh, I was talking to Dom about that Simon has made out with like the most girls this season. <laughs> oh he yeah. has yeah it, it's kind of weird but um <laughs> he's a part of like 500 different love triangles yeah <laughs> person I think that's why he gets put in these situations which we, we see in like book four when he has the whole like Maya and Izzy thing going on, uh -huh. uh, I feel like that you could tell Simon's just like the guy that's so nice and since he's so caring, people attach themselves to him and then he gets put in situations that can seem kind of awkward for but him, especially yeah. since he doesn't know how to navigate that world too. Yeah. He's very cute though, too. I the mean, way he deals, as are you. <laughs> the way he deals with those awkward <laughs> situations, like makes us love him I think yeah and speaking of speaking of Maya um, a lot of fans were wondering in the episode where you were um, at the restaurant and the lady werewolf serves you your food was that her Maya. I've never told it was um, I don't think she was really given a name okay I, I know that Ed, Ed did try to like tease that or okay yeah, I, I, there was like, a tweet from Ed but I I don't know I mean in the books we know Maya is different we know Maya's like African American in the books. Yeah. So I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're even bringing Maya in season Ooh. two. Okay. So maybe. maybe well, not. speaking of ladies that start with an M, we had a really fun fan question that I liked. <laughs> that was from uh, Rao Shruthi. Uh, I totally butchered that. 2001. What do you think Maureen will say when she realizes you are a vampire? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's. <laughs> I feel like based on the last interaction Simon had with Maureen, she's going to think Simon's making up literal lies yeah. to get out of having to talk to her. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. And yeah. She's going to be happy at all. She's going to be like, okay, so you ditch me after we have like one night, and the next time I see you, you're telling me you're a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'd be kind of pissed if someone said that to me. I'd be like, okay, just tell me you're not that into me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The self-awareness that Simon has, he, he's going to know going into it that this is like a, this is an uphill battle he's about to fight. To yeah. be like, I swear I'm not lying. Like, I can prove it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, would, I can yeah. rip off this door hinge. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about you in the finale. You played an extremely vital role in it, as always. But with the finale, you were really what glued everything together. Because think about it. Without you and without you being a vampire, they wouldn't have been able to accomplish all of these things. Right. Yeah. So in yeah. a way, you're the secret key. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, not spoilers for the books or anything, but that's it's kind of funny. That's mm -hmm. the first thing of that. Um, but yeah, uh, I never thought of that. Wow. I just it's funny because I guess when we were shooting, I was so focused in Simon's perspective that I only saw it as him helping Clary, mm -hmm. not as anything else other than that. I never saw that. Wow. If it weren't for him, none of that would have happened. They, they wouldn't have gotten the Book of the White. Camille wouldn't have been. You know, kind of let go. Um, but then again, also, Simon still would have a relationship with the vampires. Yeah. Which isn't now. He kind of turned his back on them. Right. That's the 13th episode. Yeah. So, which is scary. It's very scary. And for me, it's like kind of exciting because since we don't know what's going to happen yet, I'm very excited to see where they have Simon go. 
Because yeah. he can't go home. He can't hang out with Shadowhunters the whole time. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to move to the Institute. It's just going to be yeah. a little awkward. Maybe he'll just, you know, shack up at the, the Jade restaurant. <laughs> with the werewolves? Yeah. <laughs> with Luke. Ooh. Bonding with Luke. Yeah. Speaking of Luke, I had a very... I had an epiphany kind of at one episode, a few episodes ago that Simon is like the new Luke. In yeah. that, you know, they have so much in common. He turned into a werewolf. You turned into a vampire. Jocelyn helped him. Clary helped you. They're both in love with who the woman sees as their best friend. Yeah. yeah. The storylines are parallel. Yeah, is that accurate? Oh, yeah. I mean, Isaiah and I talked about that. Because um, we wanted to decide for ourselves how close we wanted Simon and Luke to be in our story. Because, you know, Simon and Luke, Luke kind of is like a second father to Simon, even before the whole Shadow World becomes apparent to both him and Clary. Mm-hmm. So, that relationship totally extended into the downworlder life where Simon's like, yo, Luke, what do I, what's going on here? And Luke is kind of the guy that shepherds him through this whole transition, this whole change. And then we saw in episode 10, episode 10, or episode 11, when they find out their brother and sister, oh, we yes. had Simon's back, you know? Yeah. Simon oh, was, his face. Yeah, Simon no, was that's so what excited. Simon's face was my favorite. Well, my favorite he was like when glowed. Luke put his eye, his fingers to his eyes, you know, and it's like, I see you, and then pointed at Simon, like, <laughs> I got you, boy. Like, Luke is shipping it. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of Clary and Simon being romantically involved. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny, because I, I get that question a lot, like, who I ship? <laughs> yeah. And right now, I, I have to say, uh, Clyman, only because... Simon's still in Clary. He can't let go of Clary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just so you know, I know that you can't see us, but we got some really awesome hats and T-shirts made for us and fans. <laughs> I'm wearing a Sizzy shirt right now. Yeah. Simon and Izzy, that is, like, my end game. You know, I kind of want him and Clary to try it out and then realize they might be better as friends, but Simon and Izzy forever. Yeah. Yeah. Sizzy. I think... I mean... If Emerald were here, she would have, like, slapped me when I said that I, I should find <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think right off the bat that, um, that, si- that Simon and, uh, and Izzy's, like, chemistry was spot on. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I loved about it. Like, we had that spark in, like, the first couple episodes, but then they kind of drifted into their own worlds. Yeah, mm-hmm. in different storylines. Yeah, they'll mature and they'll grow into the people that are ready for each other. Right. Yes. And I love how in the alternate universe, you know, we see your characters together and it kind of, it just shows that no matter what universe you're in, you're always drawn to that one person that you, you should be with. Oh, absolutely. Yes. That was a beautiful thing we did. Yes. Do you, do you, do you think that, um, everything that you did for Clary in the finale was worth sacrificing what you're going to have to deal with uh, when season two comes back with the vampires. And it's kind of like you could die all over again. You really went through this to be murdered again. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know the person. I, I, I don't know if that if that was like worth it, I guess. But as Simon, yeah, totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, Simon is like an all-or-nothing kind of guy. Like, he's willing to put his life on the line, literally. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and he'll do anything for Frank. You yes. know? Anything. Yeah, he's a good, good guy. It, 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 there's no other question. For him, it was like, oh, that was easy. It wasn't like he thought about, oh, this is going to be bad for the van. No, he was like, all right, Claire, you need help? I got you. Yeah. 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 It's the it's the kind of friend that we all want, you know. If we could all have like a vampire Simon in our lives, I feel like we'd be set. It's it's the kind <laughs> of friend that's hard to find, but a vampire Simon. Yeah. 
Well, I have one last question for you, which is some of, you know, my favorite characters, I love supernatural fantasy stuff, and when they turn into vampires, you can either turn to the worst version or the best version of yourself. And I think that Simon is one of the characters that turned into a better version version. of himself. He has confidence, he is just awesome do you do you think that in a way simon might one day feel like okay i'm kind of cool with this i'm happy this happened um yeah yeah i i know happy it happened but i think coming to a place of understanding that he can't change it mm-hmm. he might as well embrace it yeah and i think we start to see that at the end of this season where he's kind of figuring out a place politically where he can like sit himself with Raphael. yeah and, mm-hmm. and Oh wait, I'm actually good at this. I can I can negotiate pretty well, and I have all of this. I'm like a superhero now. This yeah, is, this is kind of badass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. He's accustomed very well to yeah. being a vampire. <laughs> so he's figuring that out. But um, no, I think he'll definitely come to a place where he understands who he is. But I don't think, I think that's just a part of growing up that everyone hopefully figures out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm on the way to hopefully figuring that out one day. Oh. Um, <laughs> For Simon, I think he'll get to a place where he's just completely uh, at peace, but still excited to move forward. I don't know. Because he's a vampire and he's always so excited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simon get really dark for a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, so I like dark was, Simon. It's like, uh, it, it, was, it was a very, um, very upsetting change to like experience and go through. And yeah, you know, before we end, I just want to say that you were so fantastic yes. in the scene yeah. where coming from the grave and all of that. I mean, it was some top-notch acting over there. I'm not kidding. It was really good. I mean, I don't know. I felt reading the books and then knowing how much Simon, how, how much that meant to him and knowing what it means for him and his family later. I think for me, having that scene was all done well because of the fact that I knew it was happening. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we know you have a flight to catch, but I just want to say next time you're in town, the next couple times you're in town, contact us. We would love to have you, even though the season's over, to just have like a full interview, meet you in person. I will that as well. I will, I will definitely make that happen. Okay, Perfect. cool. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Alberto. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. Keep talking about the 13th episode. Oh, yeah. We love you. We love Bye. you. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun. That was. Yes. All right. So, (laughs) guys, we have covered some stuff, but not nearly any of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's start with Jace and Clary. This show opens, again, the same scene we left them at. Paul Clay's shippers. (laughs) Yeah, this this is getting difficult. I think at this point, Clary thinks that they truly are brother and sister. Yeah. Um, Well... Clary doesn't seem to be that affected by it. Yeah. She doesn't care, but I don't... <laughs> She's yeah. like, ah, And I don't whatever. know if you guys were watching our live stream, but we did a live stream on Periscope where we did our live reaction to the episode, and I remember we looked over at Despite each other buffering. at one point, and we were like, <laughs> okay, like a simple blood test would, would figure everything like, out. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> but I know that would be too easy. Go to it. Yeah. So when they're talking, you know, they're saying, listen, we need to wake up mom. We need to wake up mom. And that's an awkward thing to say. But, uh, yeah, they do. And they need the, uh, what is it? The white. The white book. The white book. I keep on wanting to call it something fancier, but it's just the white book. I know. (laughs) And so they say they need Camille. And, again, which is what we talked about with Alberto, that's when they find Simon and say, you need to facilitate this. Mm -hmm. And... Simon looks at Jace and looks at Clary, and Jace is never nice to him. I don't ever remember. Like, he's never even said really thank you or... Well, I mean, 
I kind of think Simon's competition. Well, he is, but still, like, he wants him to do something for them. So wouldn't yeah. you yeah. kiss a little ass? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, 12-year-olds. Yeah. No, but, I feel yeah. I feel like you're right. I feel like um, like Simon is always just really hesitant with Jace. And even though, you know, right now they think that they're brother and sister, Jace and Clary, I think that Simon's still like, you know, this guy, like, he's still a threat to me. So yeah. he, he's very, like, when, he, when, he, when Jace comes around, Simon kind of stands up tall and tries to, like, be more macho than he may be just because he's trying to obviously win over Clary. And, and obviously Jace is a hurdle that he has to go over for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's... I think it's funny because if we had more time with Alberto, I definitely would have asked him about him and Dom's uh, bromance. Oh my gosh, yes. That, yeah. Because I think that's so cute and Um, funny. In real life. Mm Mm-hmm. But their characters are always like, hey, let's get ready for this scene where we hate each other. (laughs) Love you, bro. I feel like like their bromance in real life probably helps them, like, fight on screen because it's fun like, it's a challenge for them. Absolutely. To hate each other. Pretend to hate each other. So next we... The thing I want to talk about is Alec, Magnus, and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Lydia's alive, for what we know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Alec has spoken to his parents. And I just want to point out the fact that I love that his parents are not mad because Magnus is a guy, but they're mad because, because he's, he's a, a warlock. Like a downworlder. Yeah, I, I did not... I That was something I think maybe they changed a little bit from the books, is that uh, the, the parents were more, like, understanding of why, like, okay, it's a guy, but, like, they did not have anything... They did not yeah. want to have anything to do with Magnus. I didn't... I mean, I did, for sure didn't realize that they weren't mad because um, he was a guy. I kind of like that though. I it like makes, it though. Yeah, it makes the parents because if the parents are going to be homophobic, respect, we're never going to like them. <laughs> That's the truth. Everyone would have hated. Very them. true. Yeah. So they, you know, Alec and Magnus are talking about, whoa, that was bad. That sucked. What? Let's go find Lydia and thank her. And then she's lying on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, and I lying on the talk. cold hard ground. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't want anyone to die in this episode, which like. I didn't want anyone to, but no one did. So now I'm pissed. Because even though I didn't want to. I'm happy. I, you know, I I, I wanted a big bang. A big bang for what? Like, (laughs) Like for, like, something so shocking that you're like, oh, no, no way. But, yeah, I mean. I mean, everyone said that there was going to be a death in mm -hmm. the episode. And as far as I know, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the big shock was that there was no death. Yeah, because, I mean all the people were saying, oh yeah, there's going to be a huge death and then we're all waiting for it and like no one dies. And then yeah. we're yes, it's no one of, died. It's kind of morbid though that we were all waiting for someone to die, but that's just what we were told. It's well, the truth Hodges about TV hand died. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll get to that. I'm just going <laughs> to... Poor hand died. Oh, <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, we got new merch this week from S-F-E-S-E-F Apparel. Becca is wearing a hashtag Hot Hodge shirt, which... And then, guys, Paraba Buzzers... this. You guys made this. You guys made this happen, (laughs) fans. You made Paraba Buzzers a thing, and so we got a t-shirt made, and you guys can buy it. I'm wearing a V-neck Team Sizzy shirt. We have some awesome Shadowhunter hats. So, again, we'll tweet out the link to you, but it's awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan, from SF Apparel. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) So, Lydia, uh, as she is awoken, she just says, Hodge. And everyone goes onto the cameras to see what happened, which is a which is a really cool, I think, just plot uh, point to do that for the characters to be able to a watch smart what happened. Plot point. Yeah, it's cool to see them watch 
surveillance tapes. Yeah. yeah. And you think, okay, like, wouldn't Hodge probably know that there's surveillance? I mean, obviously he does, mm-hmm. but maybe at that point he just didn't care and he was just doing what he had to do to get free. Because, yeah. I mean, his freedom was all that mattered to him at that point. Yeah. Uh, I think definitely right about that. I know, and you know what? I I am really proud, actually, of the interview that we did with John Core. Mm-hmm. And I keep on saying this. It was an awesome interview. He was, he so, was great, so great. But he also gave us a lot of insight into Hodge. And he said, you're not going to see it till later. And he couldn't be here in L.A. during these episodes because he lives in Canada. Yeah. So, But we got this insight with him. And I think a lot of fans really connected with him and that insight and see this finale a bit differently now. At least I do. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think that uh, just, I mean, we heard what happened to him before. He said that he was only originally supposed to be in maybe like two or three episodes. So I wonder if they totally wrote in the, the thing at the end him. for him. Mm-hmm. If they, or maybe that was one of the episodes that he was going to be in. They were just were going to have him in there as much in, in between. But I'm so glad that they decided to take him and expand his character because... I mean, obviously, we always talk about it every week. We just love John Corr and oh, his yeah. acting abilities. No, I, th- I think the reason why they expanded his character was because he makes Hodge, like, a likable bad guy. Like, we didn't yeah. know he was a bad guy up until, like, very recently, if we've only If uh, you haven't the read show. the books. Yeah. But um, he makes Hodge likable yeah. at the same time as, like, unlikable. Which... Absolutely. And we see, you know, obviously they see through the surveillance cameras, which was interesting that Hodge did have something to do with the Forsaken and took the ring off one of them. Yeah. And that was the his key to Valentine. And uh, then we see the Hodge-Valentine interaction. Valentine has... It looks like a naval ship of some sort. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I'm it, saying the Titanic. <laughs> well, it, it's, you know, he's trying to create an army. So, yeah, it looks like an army... Yeah, ship or naval force. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah, it's creepy a ton stuff. of people. Ton. And it's like, I think what made it even creepier was like that it was dark. I just want to know where they're going. You know, like where are they going? So let's talk about what happened. Uh, Hodge is there, gives Valentine the cup, and he says, "I have my freedom now." And Valentine says, "Yes." Mm-hmm. And then Valentine yeah. puts the cup. This is if you guys watched our Periscope, we I was like, confused. "Is that pee? What's going on? <laughs> happening?" We had a lot of buffering, yeah. and I was like, "He's sticking the cup in a bunch of pee, and then the guy's drinking it. This is gross." <laughs> no, it was blood that turned yellow. Yeah, it purified it. But still, I mean, it should not be yellow if it's <laughs> purified. Yeah. And he had this one guy that was his first, you know, kind of like soldier. Yeah, drink it, and he collapsed and almost seized. Yeah. And then got up and he was... Can I just say that was a very fast turnaround for that guy? Like, he literally hit the ground and then he was right back up. Um, But maybe he was just the one random guy that they're like, hey, we're going to start with you. But I want to know, maybe maybe his storyline is a little bit more... Like, I want to know how that guy got there. Like, Me too. You know what I mean? Danielle says that the boat is important in book two. Okay. That's... Because I think it's a very cool storyline and plotline. I'd like to know more, but that's... Except they got the viewers yeah, the way I they're was, supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I want to know more about what that boat is, where yeah. it's going. So I'm absolutely excited for that. Uh, Jace is going through, I mean, Hell. yeah, he's really having a hard time, and he's setting off to find Hodge, kill him, well, and everyone's like, chill, dude. Yeah. Jace's mindset is that he's like, is that he's a bad guy because he totally believes that Valentine is actually his father at this point. Mm-hmm. But so. again, so Clary actually knows that he's her father more so, I think. Yeah. And, and she's, she's never gone that way. Which she pointed out, but 
Jace is like, oh, uh, you had your mom to raise you, whereas Mm -hmm. he raised me. Yeah, and we have her worrying about Jace, we have Alec, and I'm so glad that the Parapetais are back together. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they are back together, but in a sense, I mean, also we see, obviously, Jace kind of going rogue again and kind of leaving Alec in the... Yeah, this time it's the opposite. Jace kind of abandons Alec instead of Alec abandoning Jace. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people were, you know, pissed at us sometimes because we were so team Clace and understanding, follow your heart. Right. But now that he's not following Clary, per se, we're like, Jace, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Even though that's what he was doing the whole time was disobeying what he was supposed to be doing, but because it was with Clary, we made it okay. We really justified it. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people were mad at us because they think that we're, like, so against Alec, and we're definitely not, like, we 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 understand that he was just following the law and that Jace was the one breaking it, so we totally get that, but, uh, you know, now we see more of a dark side of Jace, and we're kind of, that part we're upset about because he's not doing it for Clary, as far as we know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's more about himself and, like, his darkness, and so I just feel bad for Alec. He's always getting, like screwed over it seems like I, I will say that the only reason I like uh, Dark Jace is because I like seeing uh, Dom play like a completely different side of yeah. Jace because Dom's awesome mm-hmm. as you guys know that yes. I think um, <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so next I want to talk about Hodge and Jace and then Jason Valentine so when Jean Cor was here, we did discuss that there was a very bloody scene he was going to get into, and mm-hmm. it was fun to shoot. But, like, this way, Jace turns dark, and instead of capturing someone, what you're supposed to do, and then get them for answers, he just wants to kill right. Hodge. They end up having an awesome battle scene, and uh, Jace chops his hand sure. off. So he now need so Hodge now needs a hook on his hand. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be Captain Hook now. Captain <laughs> Hook 2.0. You know what? I think John Core can pull it off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh no, he can pull. Yeah, no, he can pull it's it off. Still, it totally be down. Anyways, after that, they <laughs> he gets the ring. Jace gets the ring from the hand that he the chops off. off, and it's like, ooh, let me pick up this hand and yeah. just you know put the ring ooh. on my finger. No, no. And, you know, Hodge is like, I saw what you did. Yeah. And it's, well, and it also it's like, okay, listen, Hodge, you can't say anything. Yeah, you don't have the right right now. No. <laughs> exactly. And Stern. he tried to justify himself. Oh, it's the only way to ensure my freedom. We can be buddies again. It's like, no. Like, excuse me. You're the one that was our teacher and, like, taught us everything we know. And you're going to just, like, betray the whole family. But it was kind of interesting whenever, you know, Hodge kind of made it to where he wasn't the bad guy in a sense that he said that the Lightwoods have always blamed him for all of their wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I felt kind of bad for Hodge. I felt like he was literally just trying to escape from what, you know, was not even his fault maybe in the first place. Because, I mean, I don't know all the details, but, I mean, the Lightwoods were the ones that kind of, like, put the blame up on him, if you think to about me, it. To me, the Lightwoods, not Izzy and Alec, but the parents mm-hmm. are just, are close to... They're not Valentine, but they're a couple tiers down villainous of yeah. Valentine. Because, but in a way... And then they didn't fight. They just let themselves, you know, it's as though it's like when a celebrity gets off for a crime mm-hmm. and they're just able to live their glamorous lives. Yeah. And, but then some guy that was semi and I know Hodge was involved, but 
he was involved, so he's not innocent. But I mean, it seems like there's always a scapegoat, and they always. But yeah, there's the... Jocelyn, there's Luke. I mean, it was this whole thing, and mm-hmm. it wasn't fair. And again, I'm so glad that John Cor was here to kind of talk yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. I I just want to say that despite the villains being like bad, obviously, both John and Alan make their characters likable for me. And I mean, two of my favorite characters on the show. Mm-hmm. Me too. Definitely. I agree. I, I like. Mm-hmm. I look forward to scenes with Valentine and with Hodge every time. Yeah. Me too. I do wish there was more Hodge until this point. Like, we got a lot of him this episode. Yes. And his uh, fate is somewhat doomed. Yes. But let's get into the Simon, Clary, Camille, Raphael. Camille Izzy. creeped me the heck out. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, came out of that coffin. Yeah. <laughs> I know. She's that really creeped, creepy. No, that creeped me out. Especially, yeah. like... I feel like our stream stopped buffering at that point. Probably. And we were like, but, oh, what's happening? Yeah, I feel like uh, basically the, the main thing that I got from it was that they went to Raphael to ask for help. He says no, and then Simon basically is like, you know what? Forget him. Obviously, like Alberta was saying today, he's all for Clary. So basically, yeah, he sneaks her in the anything. coffin. That was the best part for me. Sneaks her in a coffin and wheels her through to where Camille is resting. And that's one of the things that we were talking about with Alberto. Doing that is like basically asking to be killed by yeah. the vampires. Yeah. That's a, to betray I, these people. And he's like, it's all right. I'm already dead. He sacrifices <laughs> everything for Clary. Yeah. But he can be really dead. Like, yeah. really, really dead. They can stake his heart. <laughs> Very dead. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he's going to be a ghost like the last guy. But yeah. I, I hope, you know, we. I think we all know that's not the case. Yeah. But it's a very huge sacrifice to take. Even thinking about, where am I going to sleep tonight? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's not going to go home. Right. I yeah, mean, I think, he, I think he rests easy in the fact that he knows that, you know, Luke or Clary are not going to just let him be on the street. But in the, in the same sense, it's like, you know, where where would he be at? Because, you know, like the Institute he can't go back to. It's, it's crazy to <laughs> yeah, think about. Yeah, to me, it's like, okay, the best place for him would maybe be at the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. But still, werewolves hate vampires. Right. And they're, it's, there's only going to be, that can only last so long. Before until, one of them goes crazy and kills him. Yeah. Yeah. So, very true. I don't know. Uh, but they all, uh, we wake Camille up to get the book, and she says she will only give it to them if uh, Simon signs something that says that he had asked to be turned into a vampire. Basically, like a pardon. <laughs> Crazy. Don't sign stuff. I know. And I'm like, this, this girl's Don't sign like contracts. Sucked in a, you know, coffin for a little yeah. while. She wakes up. She's like, let's make a deal. Yeah. I kind of respect her a little for that. I'm like, she knows what she's yeah. doing. And when she got, oh, no. you know, like the whole like paper and the signing thing, I was like, okay, is this like Rumpelstiltskin from Once Upon a Time happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Let's make a deal. Very true. And she says that the person, she's like, they go, well, where can we get this paperwork? I know a person. Mm-hmm. And it's Magnus. Magnus Bane. Of course. Magnus. <laughs> and one Magnus of the- is also one of the keys to everything. He you is. pointed out that uh, Simon was, but Magnus too, I feel like. Definitely. Absolutely. I love the line that Camille says where she says, you know, to Magnus, we'll never be done with each other. That part, when, when she said that, I was like, oh, dang, like, they have got some major history. It doesn't matter if they haven't seen each other in well, over 100 years, like... Then, well, then Magnus told Alec their ancient history, which yeah. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And, I died out laughing. Well, do you want to know what the truth is, though? Is that I kind of agree with that point to Camille because for me, 
to have a, a warlock or a vampire, whomever, who they're immortal, fall in love with a human. It's so cliche, but also they're going to die soon mm-hmm. and soon for them because they live yeah. forever. So it's basically for us humans thinking about it, it's like, okay, I'm going to have a boyfriend for like, or a soulmate for two years and then like, or tops, really. Mm-hmm. Think about the span of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very long. So, I I don't know. And, yeah, she pointed that out, and Alec walked in, and Camille had kissed him. Mm Mm-hmm. She just, like, flipped him around, and boom. But he didn't kiss back. He didn't. No, no, no. And I feel like, hopefully, Alec knows that, I feel like, because, you know, he walked in right as it was happening, but Magnus's face, like, said it all. But I also think what Camille said got to Alec. Yeah. And as is what his parents said. So, instead of saying, you know, my parents are right, like, you're crazy, that, well... I am going to go through male pattern baldness. and um, well, <laughs> Yeah. I, I think Alec is the character, besides besides Simon, who's dealt with the most emotionally. Sorry, someone named uh, Danny D said, Sam, no, we don't talk about that. That part didn't happen. I, I just what saw part? that. What, what part? part? Uh, no, the, the, the kiss. Oh, the kiss. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, the Camille Magnus kiss. Yeah, well, well she's just trying to ruin what they have. That's yeah. Danny. We love Danny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So that happened. It was I it was the squad is back together and mm-hmm. guys we have these awesome shadow squad hats. These were I think my favorite. Hashtag shadow squad. Yes. Dot was brought up very briefly, which I thought was fascinating and wanted to miss touch her. on. Mm-hmm. I do miss her. I, I feel was, like hopefully we'll yeah. see her in season two. Like I don't flashbacks, yeah. I mean, I don't even think she's dead. I mean, we see him inject her with something. Maybe he's turning her into one of the people in the army. Oh my god. Oh yes, because yes. I agree. I think that she's very vital to the story, and especially what Camille said. This she's kind of been like doing this whole thing the whole yeah. time, working with downworlders, yada yada yeah. yada. So I don't know. I would have loved to have at least seen like sorry, like a little clip of her like on the boat. You know, like if she was like being, but maybe oh that would have been so cool. I know that is I know. Uh-huh. okay. That's a really good prediction. But when you think about it, you know he did inject her with something, but everyone else drank out of the cup. So maybe she turned into one of the Forsaken, who like was like the demon. Yeah, I don't know. It's like the monkey version of humans, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I just uh, I want to see her come back. No, I do, I do too. too. Absolutely. But anyway, but speaking of Valentine, you know he he comes back when yep. we're at Camille's apartment. Jace comes. Well, Jace calls Clary first and says, you have to leave. And they then... Oh, Izzy, though. Izzy pops in. She also sees them... Well, she calls Alec before she sees the kiss to come. And she's just so protective of everybody she loves. Yeah. And I love that. I love Izzy. I love it. And I love, you know, she broke in right at the right moment, you know, when Raphael... Izzy and where that they girl. Were about. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know the, the the ray of sunshine that came in and literally was the barrier between them. Like she was like right up in their face, like yeah, what are you gonna do about it? When really they they can't cross that line. Uh-oh. We saw you know saw Raphael's hand get burned. So I just love that something as simple as a ray of sunshine can like literally like kill the vampires. Me too. <laughs> I love it. But Izzy is our ray of sunshine. She is. She is. Yeah. I really think so. She stands up for what's right and what she knows is right. She has the whole season. Yep. She's the best. I mean, we love her. Sizzy. They're meant to be. (laughs) I agree, but I want to see some climbing. Oh, also, the bookmark. Yeah, the bookmark is what took them back. 
Yeah. Oh, to Camille. The like yes. how they like put it together and it was like the cookbook from her oh, mother. That was very, very cool, specific moment. It was mm-hmm. very smart. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And then it just like turns into the white book. I was like, Oh, I need a book like magic. that that I can hide stuff in. Yeah, me too. Just put a bookmark in it and boom. I just want magic powers. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're working on it, guys. We'll get back to you if it happens, you know. Yeah. We're well, we're, we're, we're <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to tell nobody if I have magic <laughs> powers. Are you kidding me? True. God. Not so, even me? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I would probably tell you guys. I would. I would. Cool. We're a pair of a buzzers. That's yeah. Right. Oh, pair of a buzzers. Guys. I'm so sad. This, this is, is our over. Last Let's talk season. about Jace and Valentine. Yes. Okay. So Jace is convinced that, you know, this is his father and he is just like him. Mm-hmm. But what if we find out that it's not Jace's father and Jace is just being a psycho? Yeah, that too. But I did, like, as I watched it back, I saw, like, an underlying, like, like storyline maybe where, you know, I feel like, you know, Jace, you know, tried to contact Alec and was trying to explain things and then he hung up on him. But I feel like maybe, like, Jace is basically just trying to get in close to Valentine so then he can kill him because you know we see yeah. the whole time like he's struggling with himself like oh am I am I you know a dark person or if I, am I not but like at the end there he's I think like he's trying to fool I think Valentine. he's I think yeah he may be dark but I feel like as I watched it back he's kind of trying to maybe get in close with Valentine and kind of fool him yeah, yeah. to he's, finish the mission I, I mean, feel like he's going rogue because he's trying to maybe do it for the better good? I don't know, though. We know he's smart, so... But we also know that Valentine basically said, either you come with me or your friends die. Yeah. And by friends, it means the sister, a.k.a. the love of your life, and your actual brother and sister, who are not blood, but, you know, Alec yeah. and Izzy, and everybody. So Jace, in a way, sacrificed himself. But there is, I think, a I, part I think of he him. Has a, I think he has a plan, hopefully. I think he does. But I do think there's a part of him that is way more emotionally driven than Clary. Because we always said Clary's fault is being too emotional and being too biased and only caring about herself. Yeah. I think it's Jace that has the real problem here. Yeah. Agree. I agree. Ugh, it's just so crazy. I just want to get these new episodes out now. And the fact that they haven't even started filming them and we may not even get them until 2017 is driving me nuts. Me too. Well, okay. We, I'm hope, we're not sure for yet. 2016, but we're not sure yet. Yeah. Let's talk about Jocelyn's awakening uh, yes. yeah because we weren't sure if that was gonna happen i predicted last week that it wasn't gonna happen and i'm so glad that it did well i'm just glad it didn't happen and her eyes opened and it was over yeah, yeah like a twilight type exactly thing. and sorry guys yes we did compare it to it but no that didn't is not what happened so yeah. we're happy about that i'm not gonna lie i kind of wish we got a luke and jocelyn smooch i know yeah so like maybe it was just i, I was don't get it looking at all the tweets going on on Twitter during that, and so did a lot of people. But at the end of the day, it might have not been super appropriate um, because she probably is waking up like, "Where is my daughter? Holy crap! I don't yeah. Yeah. make out with anybody." Yeah, yeah, I don't want to make out right now. Whenever after being asleep for who knows how long. Whenever Luke kind of caught her and she kind of like woke up and mm-hmm. looked at him, I literally I don't even know what noise came out of my mouth, but something <laughs> weird came out of my mouth. I was, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just so excited. Well, it I was, was like, really beautiful how she just like literally fell from the orb so beautifully into his arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but you know, like we said the other night when we were periscoping, she probably had bad breath and yeah. morning breath. Yeah, you know, yeah. she's been asleep for a while. Really I mean? long time. <laughs> People are gonna hate us for saying Season that. Season two. 
<laughs> you know, guys. Where's sometimes we we crack jokes. We're just kidding. We don't actually think this is why things happen. We love all the characters on the show, even like Valentine and Aunt. We yeah. love at least everybody. Me. And I loved the moment though when Clary and her mom. This is almost what the show was about to begin with. It was mm-hmm. Clary going on a mission to find her mom. Yeah. And they yes. are finally reunited. And that hug was just like, oh, I just wanted to fly home and hug my mom last night when I rewatched it. Made me so sad. Like it just, ah, it's just so great that you know they're back together and that we saw that moment because it it gives us some hope that leads us to the next season. You know, like it gives us something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And I was just really glad to see their them reunite. Me too. On that note, you guys, we have the beautiful. Did you have anything to read, Becca? No? Oh no, I was just. I've seen a lot of Sapphire comments, which I find kind Ooh. of funny. Well, they're okay. Are you talking about uh, Simon and Raphael? Oh, yeah. I like that, but almost to me, it's uh, Sissy and Raphael could have some steamy scenes, I think, because they're both very similar. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, sorry, this is what I'm doing, guys. I'm mixing up names oh, in our yeah. cup. Yes. Okay, don't sh- maybe we shouldn't show it. Okay. Listen, this is what we're going to do, guys. We have some work to do on this board. We want to make it beautiful to whomever wins it. So, and we also know you guys want to see us periscope more. A week from this Saturday, we'll give mm-hmm. you a time. Me, Becca, and Dakota are all going to uh, get this whole thing together, get it landed, we're gonna, and we're going to periscope it. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be really pretty. We're going to make it beautiful. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun, and you'll also get to see us do it. You know, it might take a little while to get to whomever wins, but it's going to be awesome, and we're going to document how we do it next Saturday. Yes. So it's going to be now. Drum right, roll. We're picking a name. Let's see. We're going to pick a name. I'm nervous. All right. The winner of the Love the Octagon. Winner of the and as we know, okay, let's talk about the signatures first we have. Should we? Yeah, let's show it. Okay. It's fine. Basically, what we have here, Dom. Mm-hmm. We have John Core and his lovely drawing of himself and the shirt that says Team Hodge. Mm-hmm. We have That's my favorite. Emerod says, thank you so much for all the love, Emerod. And then she signed it down here again. And then what is this over here? Malik. Malik. And Terry Shum Jr.'s signature. And then Kat wrote and a lovely Kat. note in the little ruin. Yeah. Yes. And uh, if you want us to, like, we can put a nice little note to you on there, too. If yeah. you want yes. To document all the... And these... Everyone that's in here has been so awesome. Just want to thank all the fans for being such a great... Like, it's been so, so much fun to do this. every week. And for and writing the amazing reviews it, that, like, you did to enter the contest. Making it, like, enjoyable for us to do yeah. it every week. Because we love reading y'all's comments. It's fun for us. And if you do still want to write a review, you're more than welcome. And we will tweet at you and, like, give yes. you a picture and lots of fun things. Okay, I'm going to pick it now. I'm, like, nervous to do this. I'm nervous. Who's the winner? Uh, <laughs> Thank you for that. The winner is Alex... Havoc. Yay! Yay! A-L-Y-X and then have... Okay. Yeah, okay. So, Alex Havoc. We are going to... This is on... Do we know her uh, Twitter handle? We Uh, don't. We we will figure that out. Tweet us. Tweet us, please, Alex, because you are the winner. We are going to give you one week. If we don't hear from you by... Or no... A if week we from tomorrow. From you, yeah. If we don't hear from you by the time uh, next Saturday, then we're going to pick another winner and Periscope that. But hopefully you will uh, let us know where to send yes. this and tweet at us and all that good stuff. Okay. Quickly, let's get into some predictions and what what and when we think is going to happen next season. Uh, uh, you're after Buzz TV. Okay. So before we start this, I just want to say... Yes, season one has ended, but we are still going to continue the conversation until 
the next season comes out. So seriously, keep tweeting yeah, at yeah, us. Yeah. We're gonna periscope with you guys. I hope we I hope we'll we get to see out. each other like a well, few oh, times. At we least. Are, we already have one date set. Yeah. No, and we'll we'll have plenty more. Yeah. Until the next season comes out. So. Yes. And, and it's I'm because gonna, of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'm actually gonna be reading the books. I have I'm still on book one, but after this show ends, I'll be able to have more time to read them and everything. And a lot of the fans are starting a book club. Mm-hmm. So that is awesome, and I'm going to try to be involved with that. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for all the love that we've gotten this season from you. It's, like, yes. overwhelming. We we love you guys so much. What but do you think for next season? Next season. What's wrong <laughs> with me, honestly? <laughs> oh. Well, I, I'm just thinking about the boat and where... And, how it's Where involved in the whole Is there like line. a cruise we could sign up for? Yeah. The SS Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> SS yeah. No, I don't, I don't want to go on that cruise. No, I don't think so. I think mm. the food might not I'll, be that great. I'll pass on that cruise. <laughs> um, maybe the Disney cruise. Maybe. Um, <laughs> let's see. My main thing is that after rewatching it, definitely saw that Jace may be having a plan that he's just going rogue with to figure out you know, how to defeat Valentine. So maybe he's not as dark as we think. Maybe he is. I don't know. But I think maybe maybe that whole thing is going to take a turn and maybe, you know, maybe he's doing this for everyone back home. Who that, knows? Yeah, that's one of my other predictions as well. And someone earlier on the chat, like a couple, 10, 15 minutes ago, said that they think that Jace is going to double cross Valentine. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that is the goal. However, I also think that when Jace gets there, he's going to think that this is where he belonged to begin with and that he's always been misplaced I also kind of think so because I think I don't know somehow Valentine is gonna get Jace to actually like be completely on his side Mm -hmm. Uh, it's worrisome but I think it will get to that point maybe and then you'll realize that either Jace has been undercover and has not been with him and has been lying or just chooses the other side I don't know I definitely think Jocelyn and Luke are going to solidify their relationship for good Mm -hmm. and then Luke's going to be like hey Simon you still have hope yes we actually (laughs) have uh, Danielle McGrath saying that she does not think that they will be reunited until the middle of season two so maybe like it. I mean, who Jocelyn and Luke? I think more of the fact like Jace and everyone else. I feel like, oh. and I feel like they're right because I've heard something that maybe like all of that will be resolved in the middle of season two, and then they'll go on from there. So I agree <gasps> with you, Danielle. Yeah, and we, you guys, we have so much more to talk about because think about it: twenty episodes. This is a huge thing from thirteen. Oh no, it's insane! I'm so happy. We're gonna be together I'm for so long. I'm it's incredibly <laughs> happy for the cast. For, I mean, incredibly happy for us. Uh, yeah, and I just, yeah, exactly. Fans. Us, the fans, we all were a big part of this, mm-hmm. and I just want to thank everyone. Is there any last things you want to say? One last prediction, climbing. Yes. Mm. What, is, what is the one last thing you want to say to everyone before they see us next? That I love you guys. Yes. Aww. We love you guys so much. Thank you for all the love. We will continue to tweet at you, Periscope with you. It's just, we just love all the relationships that we've made with yeah, you guys. Yeah, keep tweeting us. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> and, facts. Yeah, and guys, a week from tomorrow, the three of us will be together again mm-hmm. on a mission to send the shadow board to, to Alex our Havoc. fan. Yeah. Yes. So thanks, guys, so much. Where can everyone find you on social media before they see us next season? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TV. Tweet me. Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And you guys can find me online at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com, Twitter, Instagram, SamD43, Snapchat, SamDavidson25, and Periscope, guys, at SamD43. I'm going to continue to do that, and we're going to do it next weekend. Yes. So hopefully we will see you guys on our Periscope next weekend. Thank you so much. We 
love you. Mwah. Mwah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Parabuzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.